the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence, will shake the earth and every heart will know. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Shalom and welcome to Heart of Messiah Radio Broadcast. My name is Steve Weiler and I'm the lead rabbi of Sharesh David Messianic Synagogues. Currently we're serving in Wesley Chapel, St. Pete, South Bay near Riverview and Tampa. We welcome all visitors as we desire to see those who are Jewish and not Jewish worshiping together in unity. We're honored to serve the listening audience of AM 570 WTBN and 910 WTWD, Tampa Bay's Faith Talk. Shalom. It's a pleasure to be with you again today. My message is Before You Vote, and this is number three in the series. And I realize that some of most of you have already voted, but we do have one day left, and I thought I would use it to continue the subject as I find it really fascinating. But what we really need to do first is pray. Avinu Malkenu, our Father, our King, we thank you and praise you for this season, Lord. We know you're in charge. It doesn't feel like it, Lord, but you are in charge. And so we're blessed. And we're asking, oh, Lord, that you will touch uh, our country, Lord, with your will, your desires, your direction. I only pray that you will um, decide to be merciful to our country rather than to judge our country. And I ask, O oh Lord, that anything after the elections would be um, organized, it would make sense to everybody, and there wouldn't be any kinds of violence or ugliness in our country, that we would focus on coming into unity. So, uh, Lord, I pray that uh, this message would, as we finalize the three would uh, give people an understanding, certainly of where I believe we as believers should come from, but uh, obviously it's up to each individual. So, Lord, we bless you, we thank you, and praise you in the name of Yeshua. Amen. So just mention a couple things that uh, if you'd like our rabbis to come visit your church or speak at a Bible study, uh, we'd love to do that. Just email me and we'll set it up. We can also send you uh, reading schedules for the year um, for uh, scripture reading. If you'd like to read the Bible in the year or you'd like to have the portions of each week, uh, those are different things. We can email that to you at no cost. Call Karen, 813-831-5673. Also, check out our website, uh, certainly heartofmessiah.org, and also our congregational website, Shoresh David, or as we say, org. 
We love visitors. We pray that you'll come and bring your Jewish pre-believing friends Friday nights, 7.30, Saturdays at 11. Uh, Check our website for different locations and different times. So listen, as we look at this whole area of biblical values, uh, we have to do the first thing is trust God, trust God in everything. We can't be able to love God the ones who differ with us politically we we have to be able to love them as well who right and we have to be able to be patient in discussions and we have to try and understand where other people are coming from and we want to um look at people uh in in a kind and respectful way we want to be humble so And we certainly don't want to say, which I've heard uh, too many times, that unless people vote this way, they're not believers. So we won't go there. Some of my thoughts actually come from a book I really enjoyed called Before You Vote by David Platt, a pastor in Washington. So he offers up a few things for consideration, and I've revised them, but... uh, Give a listen. First, he says, the most important decision you make is to yield your heart to the Lord, to trust him, to be loyal, and to hope in him alone. That will solve a lot of anxious moments. Number two, God calls us to steward our vote, which means, first of all, we need to vote. And secondly, uh, we are to seek justice. We're supposed to support the government. We... um, seek the welfare of our nation and and loving our neighbor. And that's why we vote, right? The driving force in how we vote is our supreme love for God. This is number three, and our selfless love for others. And we see this in Deuteronomy 6, 5, love the Lord with all your heart, soul, and mind. We see it in Philippians 2, 3, don't do anything out of selfishness or conceit, but with humility, consider others as more important than yourselves. Now, number four here is what biblical positions on issue, when, when they're clear, okay, according to God's word, then uh, we base those positions we have that are less clear based on our thought, prayer, and wisdom, but it's also based on what is already clear in our minds. So what I mean by that is clear biblical positions, everybody understands we are not to murder, Right. We are to care for the poor. We know that everybody is created equal in God's image, so there's no place for anti-Semitism or racism. We also should know from Scripture that God clearly made distinctly men and women, and that God clearly defines marriage as a monogamous union between one man and one woman, and we should defend and promote marriage according to the Lord's definition, right? And abortion, God forms children in their mother's womb. It's wrong, obviously, if we kill those children, those babies. Less clear might be taxes, immigration, environment, international affairs. So before voting, weigh the issues by two factors. What we just went over, what we call Bible clarity, that certain issues are clear. On the other hand... Certain issues, and actually all issues, we need to look at the uh, practical consequences. Now, the Bible clarity means we can establish a direct line to God's word on the issue. 
But practical consequences mean that we evaluate the potential consequences of the political decision. So we measure the possible good or harm that is made by the decision. As an example, we want to take care of the poor, but some people want to do it through food stamps and they see that that would help the needy, right? Other people say, well, that will enable them to rely on assistance and not work for the future. So you have to understand what you sense from those, um, you know, those consequences of programs. And there are certainly trade-offs because, you know, we have a choice between sinful candidates and imperfect parties, right? So there are going to be trade-offs, and we have to figure out which trade-offs we can handle. There's also something called competing injustice. So a platform that includes relief for the poor but loosens restrictions on abortion, what do you do? Or a candidate that wants to tighten restrictions on abortion, yet loosen the definition of marriage. So the sixth and final thought that the author had was, no matter how we vote, is it our overriding goal to maintain the unity of the body of believers around Yeshua and his word, not our own personal political convictions and that is a biggie lots of people will say oh of course i want unity but when they are confronted by an alternate uh idea they get upset and unity goes out the window hopefully that's not you (laughs) i will defend your right to disagree with me will you defend my right to speak amen as i struggled and prayed and thought about all these things and, and thought, wh- wh- how, how am I going to make the decision? I came up with one thought that really seemed strong in my mind, and that is the less government, the better. <laughs> so that, that is an overriding idea that I use for my voting. Look, culture is, for me, the biggest issue. Uh, and we are struggling in that area, especially with the breakdown of the family. And the government cannot fix most of these problems like divorce, single moms, blended families, working moms, physical abuse, poverty, sexual relation issues like sex before marriage, same sex physical relationships, gender dissatisfaction, poor communication, addictions and mental health issues, education and lack of God in the home. Right. So there are a lot of issues here. A good example would be the area of education. Do you think it is biblical for education to be run by the government? Do you think the government should design the curriculum? Well, if you said no to those, uh, that would be how I feel. And so that makes me choose a particular party. Do you think that there should be Christian schools and charter schools? Should the poor and underserved be given a choice of schools for their children? Yeah. I think so, and that's why that's that's that same party. So if for me, certain things are really easy, but I understand that we all have different issues and we weigh them differently. And I don't know how many of you do research, but I can tell you that uh, if all you do is look online or read a newspaper or even watch TV, your information is going to be skewed. 
And even when we do research, a lot of the research is not, um, you know, it's not right. So how do you find out what people actually believe? Well, what I do is I read the platform. So the Democrats' platform is 92 pages long. And the Republican platform is the same, actually, that they used in 2016, and it's 66 pages long. So let's take education as an example. Let me read to you the Democratic platform, and I'm just going to read the first paragraph. Education is fundamental to the idea of America and to fulfilling our nation's promise. It is the key to addressing the challenges before us, to growing our economy, maintaining American competitiveness on the world stage, and building a more just, equitable, uh, civically engaged, and socially conscious nation. As Democrats, we believe that education is a critical public good and not a commodity, and that it is the government's responsibility to ensure that every child everywhere is able to receive a world-class education that enables them to lead meaningful lives, no matter their race, sex, sexual orientation, gender identity, national origin, religion, disability status, language status, immigration or citizenship status, household income or zip code. There you go. The Republicans' first paragraph. Education is more than schooling. It is the whole range of activities by which families and communities transmit to a younger generation not just knowledge and skills, but ethical and behavioral norms and traditions. It is the handing over of a cultural identity. This is why American education has, for the last several decades, been the focus of constant controversy as centralizing forces from outside the family and community have sought to remake education in order to remake America. Well, you know which side I'm on because I already told you I want less government. So I, I, I though the Democrats said really wonderful things, I just... The Republicans hit my button about cultural identity and, and uh, well, just so many things. Okay. Democrats on abortion. Democrats will always protect sexual and high-quality reproductive health care services, including safe and legal abortion. We oppose and will fight to overturn federal and state laws that create barriers to women's reproductive health and rights, including by repealing the Hyde Amendment and protecting and codifying the right to reproductive freedom. So the Hyde Amendment, if, just in case you don't know, is a, um, it's the law that says that federal funds can't be used for abortion. Uh, except for incest or rape. Now, uh, Planned Parenthood gets around this because they get a lot of their money indirectly. So they figure uh, on their return, uh, on their uh, P&L, roughly over a half a a million dollars, right? Over a half a million dollars goes to them for uh, abortions. Yeah. Now they say they don't use it for abortions, but yeah. Okay. And they also mention in this paragraph uh, later on that they'll choose Supreme Court judges who will uphold civil rights, civil liberties, 
and as components of a free society and will respect and enforce uh, precedents, including Roe versus Wade, which was the uh, protects a woman's right to choose to have an abortion. So the Republican paragraph on the abortion, the Constitution guarantees that no one can be deprived of life, liberty, or property, deliberately echoes the Declaration of Independence's proclamation that all are endowed by their creator with an inalienable right to life. Accordingly, we assert the sanctity of human life and affirm that the unborn child has a fundamental right to life which cannot be infringed. We support a human life amendment to the Constitution and legislation to make clear that the 14th Amendment's protections apply to children before birth. We oppose the use of public funds to perform or promote abortion or to fund organizations like Planned Parenthood so long as they provide or refer for elective abortions or sell fetal body parts rather than provide health care. Okay, so you get a a sense of the different ways. Uh, The Democrats uh, have a lot in their uh, platform on LGBTQ. Um, Honestly, the Republicans have nothing, no mention of it. Uh, What the Democrats basically say is they support Uh, the LGBT community, and the Republicans basically say instead that they support traditional marriage based on one man and one woman, uh, and that's what basically they say. Under marriage, family, and society, the Republicans say this, foremost among uh, those institutions is the American family. It is the foundation of civil society and the cornerstone of the family, Um, which is natural marriage, the union of one man, one woman. It's daily lessons, cooperation, patience, mutual respect, responsibility, self-reliance are fundamental to the order and progress of our republic. Strong families, depending upon God and one another, advance the cause of liberty by lessening the need for government in their daily lives. Well, there you go. (laughs) You know what I like there. And look, honestly, to be very specific, the Democrats are not the party they used to be. Do you realize that the In Defense of Marriage Act, which is the idea that only a man and woman will be recognized, was signed in 1996 by President Clinton. So... A lot of big changes have happened in the Democratic Party. Well, I don't have time to read about religious liberty and religious freedom, which is really, really interesting. But I'm going to tell you what, if you can't find these platforms, you just email me or call Karen and I will email them to you. If you want to read these platforms, they are extremely interesting. You'll find that the Democrats do not mention God in their platform. And the Republicans obviously do. In fact, um, at the end of the platform, it says this for Republicans. This platform is many things. A handbook for returning decision-making to the people. A guide to the constitutional rights of every American. 
and a manual for the kind of sustained growth that will bring opportunity to all those on the sidelines of our society. Every time we sing God Bless America, we are asking for help. We ask for divine help that our country can fulfill its promise. We earn that we earn that help by recommitting ourselves to the ideas and ideals that are the true greatness of America. So I've got to be honest with you. I know it's the two days before the last day of elections, but I support a platform, not people. And so neither party is going to save our country. Only Yeshua is our savior. So let's get that clear. However, one party, which happens to be the Republican Party, emphasizes faith. And almost see, the other party, the Democrats, almost seem to be against faith. That's a biggie for me. This country belongs to the people. And uh, we get a chance to vote for the president and other people and and I believe that it's really important to seek God. And look, if you decide to disagree with me, I'm fine with you. <laughs> yeah. Look, the personality of a president will not affect your life, but his poli- policies certainly will. But for me, I understand God's and how I understand God's will Um his biblical values, the most important thing in this election for me is culture. I'm not naive. I understand neither party is perfect, but I have the faith that the Republicans see our culture from a more biblical perspective. So is there any reason, since you and I are representatives of God, that we shouldn't try and elect the candidates who we believe will help stop what I call a downward spiral in our culture. So each one of us has to honor God with our choices. I will respect your choice as long as you respect my choice and my opinion. Look, if we believe we are honoring God with our vote, whether you vote Democratic or Republican, that's what God is asking from you. And don't don't let anybody else tell you different, you know? But I I do believe we have to research it. We have to see what the two parties actually stand for. So we're not voting by rote or what our parents did or our grandparents did. But we vote because God is showing us this is the direction. So let me close with the same scripture I closed last week. It's from Jeremiah 6, 16, 19. It says, thus says Adonai, stand in the roads and look. Ask for the ancient paths where the good way is and walk in it. Then you will find rest for your souls. But they said, we won't walk in it. So I said, watchmen, set watchmen over you saying, listen to the sound of the shofar. But they said, we won't listen. Therefore, hear, O nations, and observe, O congregation, what is against them. Hear, O earth, see, I will bring disaster upon this people, fruit of their schemes, for they did not listen to my words and reject my instructions or my Torah. I would just say this, 
that I don't believe that it's climate change that is causing all these problems, uh, natural problems in our country. I believe God is just showing his wrath at this point. Look, uh, I pray that if you have questions or thoughts, call Karen at 813-831-5673. Uh, you know, she'll give it to me. I'll answer. Um, let me pray for you as we close and for this country. Lord, we just thank you and praise you and worship you, Lord. We just ask that we would be at peace with the election results, whatever they are. We pray that we would be in unity with our brethren. We pray that this country would not be in turmoil after the elections. We pray, O oh Lord, that the love of Messiah and, and re- revival would just spread across the land. And Lord, I pray that our first priority uh, would be to grow in our desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah. I pray this in Yeshua's name. Amen. You are Messiah, Yeshua Mashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. 